Welcome to Tuesday's show. Um, you know, I passed a guy yesterday who was broken down on the side of the road. It wasn't a crazy busy street, and he was sitting in his car. So I said, hey, I rolled my window down and pulled up beside him and said, hey, man, do you need some help? Just asked him like that. And so he seemed extremely agitated that I even stopped. Now, my question is, in the time of everybody having a cell phone, are people even stopping anymore? Mm. Because you, back in the day, 15 years ago, you would stop because not everybody had a cell phone. And maybe they had no way to connect with other folks. I, and I think I would do it again because what if his battery was dead? What if he, I don't know. But now if you see someone on the side of the road, do you just think, oh, they're fine, they have a cell phone? Or do you still think maybe I should see what's going on? I assume that they're probably fine, but it, it is nice to check. So. Well, he was agitated at me. What did he say? I don't know if everyone thinks someone's going to rob you. Oh, Maybe. Because yeah. I would have felt that, like, what's happening here? Like, why are you talking to me? But I pulled up and said, hey, man, you good? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. My car's broken down, but yeah. Amy, if you were broken down on the side of the road and a couple of guys driving by said, hey, we'd like to help you, would you let them help or would you like them to keep going? If I needed help, I would be torn because I also have my instinct well, could kick in and think, ooh, is it safe for me to be with these guys? I don't know. I want to trust them. Would day or night affect your decision? A hundred percent. If it was nighttime, Party I would be time. so scared. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'd be really, really scared. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, even if it was a uh, a woman, who knows? She could be the... Her boyfriend you know, the, could be in the trunk. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Like he's, or the head of her gang could be behind and she's supposed to come and get me. I had a friend in college who met a girl out at a club once. Goes back to her apartment with the girl. They start smooching a little bit. And then she's like, uh, maybe I don't think I should be doing this. You should go home. He walks outside and that girl's boyfriend jumped him outside oh. the apartment. That was a setup. Uh-huh. It was a trap. That's terrible. Jumped him and robbed him. Dang. Isn't that crazy? I mean, he was pretty vulnerable, I guess. I do feel like... Most people have great intentions and are trying to help. It's just a couple of bad apples that make it, make it bad for everybody. And that's why the guy was looking at me like I was about to rob him. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm like 40-year-old Urkel. Like, do you need help? I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Anyone in glasses? With glasses, we're all, we're all good people. <laughs> Everyone. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My name is Monica. I'm 25 years old. I have a 30-year-old boyfriend who I've been with for about eight months. He's great. We're in love. All is good. But I'm starting to get the feeling that he still lives in his high school days. And it's a little weird to me. He was a jock in high school. Clearly, it was a good time in his life. He still hangs out with all his football buddies on Sundays. They play in a flag football league. You know what? That's fine. The thing is, he goes back to his hometown every fall to go to his high school homecoming game, and he wants me to go with him. Why, Bobby Bones, would a grown man still go to his high school homecoming game? You have a job. He's a fireman. And a girlfriend. That's me. And a life. I'd understand if you had kids or a relative playing but still having school spirit at this point just seems sad i haven't been back to high school since i graduated is this just a guy thing or am i being weird signed monica first of all you have to do it if he wants to go you have to go with him it means something to him well we'll talk about if it's weird or not later (laughs) if it means something to him you just have to go do it he's not asking you to do anything illegal or that hurts yeah it's okay if you it's a little douchey but okay aren't we all I am. Does anything. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I didn't know it was douchey to do that. I didn't Is it? I would think I haven't. Like, I tried to go back for mine last year at Mountain Pine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I haven't been back in like 15 years. I would think to go back every few years would be cool, especially if it's a trip. Yeah, he goes every year. I would understand if you lived in the town, but he it d- sounds he like doesn't. he doesn't live in the town. No. So but, it's probably a little excessive, but we love the people we're with for what they do, good and excessive. Like you have, You have to go with them. You can think he's uh, a weirdo, uh, Uncle Rico for any of us who are Gen X. You know what that means? I still claim Gen X. I don't care if they say 1980s millennial. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dealing with the the people. I claim Gen X. 
Um, so there you go. That's what I think. You have to go back with them. Um, it is weird, but you have to go let him live his life. That's a joyful part of his life. Lunchbox still has his prom crown, and he talks about being prom king his senior year in high school. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you're proud of where you came from. You're proud of your history. And maybe he wants you to take you back to the high school game to show you off. Be like, hey, look what I got. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's there's a some point chick too. that's a teacher at the school that he wanted to date back in the day, and she said no. I think it shows, too, that he can, like, I, he finds things important in his life. I think that's a good sign in somebody. It's not like it's something really awful that he's... I think it's just weird that he's still living in high school. That's that's what she's saying. Yeah. Because he's still hanging out with all these... There's an episode of Friends where Monica <laughs> starts dating a guy that she had a crush on in high school because he was the coolest guy. And she's like, I can't believe I'm going out with him. And so she goes out with him. And he used to work at the movie theater back in the day. And he's like, yeah, I got movie posters. And <laughs> he still works at the movie theater. Still hangs out with all the people from high school. Um, it sort of reminds me of a little bit, but it's fine. Yeah. This is nothing. Fine. This is not any sort of red flag. Let him have his thing. You'll have yours the end. And hopefully you get married. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Travis Denning. Travis has co-hosted the show. Travis has had a number one song with After a Few. Going to play a little bit of this. Here you go. But after a few drinks, it's always the same thing. He was voted the prestigious CRS 2021 new face. Yeah. Thank you. Travis Denning is here. Thank you. I've been been told I need a new face. I'm sorry. Golly. (laughs) So this is what happened. I was doing this thing on TikTok where I said, hey, Stitch, and put you playing after I say this, and I want to see you. We're going to bring some people up. Well, Travis goes, I'd like to make a submission and play the little part that you played on the TikTok. That was it, a cutoff. And he goes, I wrote this, <laughs> <laughs> and it's obviously Blink-182, what's my age again? And so I hit him up. I was like, Travis, come play that on the show. I'd love to hear Blink-182 on a banjo. Now, did you have to learn the whole song after? Oh, absolutely. Last night, I, I sat there and woodshedded this whole thing. I was obviously a huge Blink fan growing up, but just did not really learn the words as a you know eight-year-old, so I learned them as a 28-year-old last night. Okay, well, before we talk about anything else, here he is with his banjo. It is Travis Denning playing Blink-182. Here we go. Yeah. I'm so nervous. I took her out. It was a Friday night, I walk alone To get the feeling right, we started making out And she took on my pants, then I turned on the TV That's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And I'm still more amused by TV shows What the hell is ADD, my friends say I should have my age What's my age again, what's my age again? Later on on the drive home, I called her mom from a payphone. I said I was a cop, and your husband's in jail. The state looks down on the TV. That's about the time that girl hung up on me. No one really likes you when you're 23. And now some more amused. I took a break for calls. What the hell is wrong with me? My friends say I should have my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? There he is, Travis did Come on. Can you play any song on that? Could you play the chorus of After a Few on banjo? Absolutely. All right, yeah. here we go. <laughs> In my banjo voice? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do verse and chorus. After whatever. a few drinks, it's always the same thing. We find ourselves lost in conversation at the bar. After a few songs, the kind that you hold on, we find ourselves leaning up against my car. Should have stopped at one, say goodbye, giving up at two. If we didn't want to wind up falling into my bed like we always do. After a few, oh, yeah, after a few, oh, yeah. <laughs> he has to do that every time. <laughs> That's the out, regardless I mean, of the song. Hey, when we get back on the road, the whole set's full band, and then just banjo solo after a few. What's your guitar story? What, how old were you when you finally started to go, I can actually play real songs? So I, I Santa brought me my guitar when I was 11, and um, so, yeah, I started playing then, and when I was like six or seven, that's kind of when I was really starting to really get a good grasp on it, and 
actually my parents told me at that point you know i had some cheap starter guitar they were like hey we know you're taking it seriously and we kind of want to challenge you um if you'll learn stairway to heaven front to back like no stops no messed up notes we'll buy you whatever guitar you want and so i spent the next like four months with my guitar teacher and parents came home from work one day and i was like all right come upstairs i got it and uh played it for them and they bought me my first Gibson Les Paul. That's what I wanted so bad. And I literally just recorded two new songs and played that guitar on both songs. I still use it to this day. Can you still play the opening lick from Stairway to Heaven? Oh, hey. On banjo? On ba- <laughs> Man, I'm going to get smited for half these licks. Right, This is just like anti-rock and roll, but we're doing it. There's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. Just sounds country you gotta, you gotta like that. Finish with it, okay. When she gets there, she knows if the stores all are closed, with a word she can get what she came for. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Travis Denning. If uh, so, we've talked about this before, but your girlfriend, who's not a fiance yet, not not yet, right? But that, I mean, eventually, right? I'm not even going to pressure we- you on that. But I mean, it's the idea that you'll you be sound together. like everybody in my life right now. Actually, I'm not going to pressure you, but when's it happening? Well, I'm not asking that. But Madison is John Michael Montgomery's daughter. Mm-hmm. Do you learn his songs? You know, I actually don't know any of his songs the one song i do know by heart though is letters from home because that's i've got like four songs in country music that are a automatic like cry song and that that's one of them just that song just gets me so i know all the words of that one favorite 90s country song that that, that you will play in your set do you have any oh yeah uh church on cumberland road by shenandoah okay well let's hear a little bit of that on the banjo (laughs) this is not rehearsed by the way Just about a mile off of 109 There's a little church sitting back in the pines Promised that girl she was gonna be mine I wouldn't be surprised if she was standing there crying Oh, oh Didn't know a poor out phone could go so slow Said one You gotta put your foot down on the floor yeah, we've been rocking all night, but don't you know You gotta get me to the church on the Cumberland Road <laughs> Yeah! Come on, that's awesome, man. Woo. Well, listen, you came up here only because I was like, you gotta come play Blink-182. <laughs> so I appreciate you doing that. You guys, uh, check out Beer's Better Cold. It's Travis's EP. He's got the big hit with After a Few, David Ashley Parker, Where's that beer been? Travis Denning. Follow him. <laughs> Travis R. Denning on Instagram. Funny guy. Hey, great job today, by the yeah, way. He's coming in dominating. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So there's a mom in California that likes to take her two-year-old son for a jog in the morning, and they go by the UPS hub where all the trucks, the brown trucks are there, and they take off for delivery. Well, the two-year-old Marco, he loves to stand there and wave to all the trucks as they drive by. Well, UPS has realized that Marco does this every morning, and they say, you know what? He puts a smile on our face every time we drive by. So they got together, and they gifted him a little mini UPS truck that he can actually drive, like a oh, toy truck. That you can sit in. Yeah, that you can sit in, and pajamas that are in a like a uniform, a UPS uniform, so he dresses like him now, and he goes in his little truck, and it's awesome, and here's a clip of one of the drivers talking about it. To see somebody who's appreciative of us and, you know, gives us a kind smile and a wave, that starts our day off with just a bang, and it brings hope back to us. That's pretty cool. Little Marco there with his pajamas. (laughs) His pajamas sound comfortable, too. I know, right? That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? This is uh, called Spill the Tea. Let's spill the tea. This is a gossip segment where someone on the show comes and rats somebody else on the show out. And the person that will be doing the ratting is... Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so much fun. I love it. Eddie, who would you like to spill the tea on? Well, of course, 
I have some information on someone on the show that's not very good. Nice. And that's Lunchbox. Oh, oh what? Come so on. so about a month you know ago, spill the tea is yeah. always either lunchbox on Eddie or Eddie on lunchbox. <laughs> I mean, like, I, every time. I don't know what he's doing. No, you, you do it too. Well, I, yeah, you do it too. <laughs> All he does is tattletale. You're sixty percent of this bit. No, I feel like this bit was just made for us. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> spill the tea. So about a month ago, we had a caller call in and say she was training for a marathon to raise some money for, I believe, uh, the. The Leukemia and yeah. Lymphomia Society. We all committed money and sent it to her. Correct. The you Leukemia s- and what? Lymphomia. <laughs> Is that not right? <laughs> it's one of those. Lymphoma. And, and, and lymphoma. And Bobby, you said you would donate money. Amy, you said we, you would. And then I was like, all right, I'll donate too. And then Lunchbox said, all right, I'll donate too. Guys, I checked her GoFundMe or her fundraising sheet. Lunchbox has still not paid. How much did Lunchbox commit to this? $50. How much have you paid Lunchbox? I don't know what you guys are talking about. No. <laughs> you remember we the call. Paid. Yeah, we all paid. Wait, I really don't even remember you guys talking about this. I don't know what you guys are talking about. What do you mean, you guys? You like, were in what, the room. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what he's talking about. Like, what? what do you I remember the woman who was running a race? Yes. And she was on for a game or something. And I was like, oh, yeah. And she was like, I'm raising money. Yeah, we sent her some Pimp and Joy stuff. Bobby donated. I matched his. Then Eddie said, okay, I'll do 50. And then you were like, okay, fine, I'll do 50. Pull oh. the tape. <laughs> Maybe I did. I mean, I must have then. I mean, that's I probably gave into that peer pressure. But we all but. paid like that day. You know, like it was all there. And then Lunchbox, crickets. I mean, I have it here. Nikki in Buffalo Uh-oh. says she listens to us on podcast as she runs. That's how it came up. She said that she listens to me talk in 1.5 speed. And so now she talks fast because of it. And she's going to run a half marathon. She was trying to raise $2,100. So... I put 100 bucks in, Amy matched me, Eddie throws in 50, and then Lunchbox comes in and goes, Lunchbox for 50. Uh, Total of 500 bucks. It's my, we don't have it. My, my bad. Uh, Do you need <laughs> to hear the tape in order to reconfirm? I mean, I feel like you guys could be just making this up to we, make me pay $50 or something. No, 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 no. We can, put, we can grab you the tape at, off the air. But there you go. And he's acting like this has never happened. Like, we all remember it. He never pays anything. And then we have to... Put them in an arm bar. And, it, <laughs> Dang, and I hate to do that to you, Lunchbox, and spill the tea, you but I, I just feel like no, that you was know, just You're smiling ear to ear. Love dude. Like, uh, love spilling that you tea went looking for it. That was kind of fun, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That was Let's Spill the Tea. On the phone right now in California, it is Karen. Hey, Karen, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, studio. Morning. Good morning. Morning. Um, I just needed your advice. Uh, I have a coworker who is always smelling like BO really badly. And I don't know how to tell her that she stinks without telling her that she stinks. And so I just need your advice. So what are you worried about? That she's going to get her feelings hurt or she's going to get mad at you? What's your big concern here? I don't want her feelings to be hurt. Well, it's tough to not get your feelings hurt. When someone tells you that you have... B.O., it hurts your feelings. I would say that, first of all, her feelings are going to get hurt. But sometimes we need our feelings hurt for a net gain of just being better with life. She may not know. She does probably she doesn't. She probably doesn't know. She does she smell smelling. and taste? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and this has been a pretty constant thing? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Ever since I started working here a year and a half ago. Oh. Oh, it's been that long time. What would you compare the smell to? What animal? Yeah. Oh, gosh. No, we can imagine. I don't like know. red onions. Oh. If you really want it. <laughs> Red onions. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, she probably would like to know she stinks, honestly. Hey, listen, I was a kid. I stunk. I was a poor kid who, did, who had to wear the same clothes to school, sometimes three times a week. And whenever you just live in it at times, you don't even realize it because you're in it. It's like right. the smell of your... Everybody's house has a different smell, right? Yeah. A distinct smell. But we go into our own house. It smells the same to us. It smells like normal. She may not even know she stinks. My my first piece of pre-advice is that it's going to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the nice thing to do to actually tell her in a way and have her feelings be hurt, but to have it overall corrected. Because it's like something in your teeth, right? You get embarrassed after the fact because nobody told you. If just one person would have told you that you had broccoli in your teeth early on or your zipper was down, you would have known the whole time and you would have been like, I'm such an idiot for not knowing. Why couldn't one person tell me? And I'd have been like, oh crap. And then it'd have been okay. So this is what I would do. 
I'd write her an anonymous note. Oh. An anonymous <laughs> note? Yeah. What no are you going to no. do, Amy? Go up to yourself? No, 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 no. Or you go to your boss and make them do nice. it. Nice. That's but it. But that's a cop-out. Oh. Anonymous note is a different cop-out, and I like that one better. No, I totally disagree <laughs> with the anonymous note because then she's going to feel like everybody in the office got together yeah. and left this note for her, and she's not going to know who it was. Hmm. I'm going to think about this again. Hold on. But that's good. There's no blood on your hands. That's right. <laughs> like, that's what you want to do. You want to keep it anonymous so she can't blame you, and she thinks it's everyone in the office. I think you do this. Ugh. You write a note, and you go, hey, I'm the only one that's coming to you. This has not been discussed in the office, but just wanted to make you aware. But I did call a radio show. That... <laughs> That, wow, how would you say you stink without saying you stink? Don't say, just say, hey. That, that, hygiene. That maybe you could use some help with picking Ugh. better hygiene products. No, Ooh, no, no, no. Or, or ask no, no. her if she cooks a lot with onions. Because she said she's no. What, what if you make a little gift basket oh, thing? Or I don't know if she has something coming up where you could gift it. If not, then you put together your own little. Like your favorite deodorant, and just say, "Hey." You get one to everyone in the office. <laughs> everyone gets a deodorant. <laughs> Listen, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, you can tell we're talking about this. It's uncomfortable. You have to tell her. You have to tell her. You what have to tell do? her because she-, she wants to know. You you write her a little note. Uh, hey, if I'm just being honest, you haven't smelled great the last couple weeks. Year. Just want to give you a heads up. It'd be not the whole office hasn't hasn't said this, but I have, and then just sign it. Your secret at not you admirer. You stutter to the way you're saying. Oh no, man. Okay, look, 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 look. look. So awkward. This is so what. Awkward. This is. I googled how to talk to someone at work about body Good. odor, and it says here: be honest, direct, and as kind as possible. Start by mentioning that her work has been so good, assuming that it has been, and then try to say something like, "I want to discuss something that's awkward, and I hope I don't offend you, but I have noticed that you have a noticeable odor lately." Hey, is she at work now with her? Can she do it live? Put us on speaker. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it. It's worth a shot. You can give someone her cell phone number okay. and have them send a, a random text and be like, hey, this is a stinkogram. Your friend <laughs> wants a... Stop. No, wait. Your friend wants to let you know that you stink and they don't know how to say it. Are you close Not enough to where you idea. could go... Here's a dozen roses to go with that. Mm-hmm. Are you close enough to where you could go to lunch with her? I mean, if you want to be in yeah. public with her. Then you got to get in the same car. I think she wants to be close to her at all. I think that's the point. Okay, okay, okay. No okay, mind. Karen, you have to say something to her. That's what You're going to have to find your own path there. Okay. I say anonymous note. Amy says. I say go get your favorite deodorant and make her a little gift and say, just be direct and honest and say, I really don't want to offend you, but. I would throw that back at you so fast. <laughs> what? That's helpful. Okay, I'm just telling you how I would react to that. I'd rather be told and not know who to be mad at. No, I know how my brain works, right. and I would be so self-conscious that everybody at work talks behind my back. Karen, good luck with that. You have to tell her. All right, thank you. All right, bye-bye. Good luck, bye. I feel like she's more confused after that call. <laughs> <laughs> I have to plan dinner for tonight, and so we're going to do uh, PHO. Pho? Right, that's what I would call pho. it. Pho. But it's pho. Is it pho? I don't oh. know. I never had I it. Don't, I, I don't know anything about pho. You're going to make it? No, oh. I'm going to order oh. it. Okay. But she's working all day today. And so I'm like, I'm going to take care of dinner. She's been sick for a while. Caitlin has been. I'm going to take care of dinner. And so she loves pho. Pho. <laughs> it's spelled P-H-O, but it's But oh. basically it's broth and noodles and eggs and meat, you know? Yeah, raw. And then the hot broth cooks it. Is that what it is? Yeah, wow. man. Uh, it's pretty good. She loves it. I'm okay with it. But I got to plan out dinner tonight. But I call it pho. There's a place in town called Peace, Love, and Pho. <laughs> Remember the one in Austin? What was it? The King? That king. Oh, yeah, the King. Yeah. <laughs> but I was always like, what is faux king? Are they the king at faux? Yeah. But you call it, say it faux. Oh, mm-hmm. Got it. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it's around anymore, but. <laughs> oh, I just got it. Okay. That anyway, that's what I'm doing over here. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So my favorite country artist is George Strait. Maybe that's why I love this so much. But the boot.com ranked his top five number one songs and I my favorite song isn't in there Amarillo that morning yeah isn't that how is it not in the top five the well, boot.com 60 number one that's strange though. that's a big one huge maybe yeah. it's such an easy pick that they thought no, well let's seem ones. a little trendier mm. I already know which one I'll swap out um what would I say you like the cowboy rides away 
I mean, I like them all. I really like a lot of them. And then there's some options because as soon as you play one, I'll hear another one and be like, oh, yeah, that one, though, too. Mm-hmm. The chair. It's the chair is great. Oceanfront property. Oh, come on. Oh, that, that's great. another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missing. And then you got newer ones. Check yes or no. Uh, Not my favorite. The fireman. Fireman. Yes. They call me the fireman. That's my name. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a jam. Okay, do we have a top five list from them? I do. Number five. I cross my heart. Great. It's a, this could easily be number one. And promise to. <laughs> number four, Amy. The chair. Okay. This is two-step in electric cowboy right in my blood growing up in Arkansas. George Strait right here. 1985. This one is, man. Right, number three. Check yes or no. Check yes or no. Ba-na. Oh, this is great, Ba-na. though. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I think it's a little too new. I'd swap it out. A little too shiny. Okay. Number two. Well, this one's newer than that, but it's one of my favorites, and it's Carrying Your Love With Me. I'm carrying your love Great. This is a great one. Yes. I like this better than Check Yes or No. And what do they have as number one? All my exes live in Texas. Oh, I could have picked this one. Classic. This is probably my favorite, too. 1987. This is, I think, how I was introduced to George Strait with this song. This is the place I really love to be. Ba-doom, boom, boom. All my exes live in Texas. Come on, everybody. That's why I hang my hat in Tennessee. Some folks think nice. I've died. Man, that, I'm agreeing with the There's boot. been rumors Whatever. that I've died. Amarillo by morning should be in that top five, yeah. but and I'm okay with All Max is Living Texas. And Oceanfront Property Strong yeah. contender. All right, what else do you have over there? So, there's this mom that called the police on her neighbor saying that she was throwing a rowdy pool party, but the party consisted of two adults, two kids, in a kiddie pool. Oh, it's a family event. <laughs> Here's audio of the woman talking about what happened when the cops showed up. Our neighbor called the cops on us for a rowdy pool party. Five minutes later, cops roll up and we're like, wait, what? And the cops were laughing. They were like, no, we got a cool, we got a call about a rowdy pool party. And we were expecting a bunch of teenagers with a real pool. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the, the video here. They should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, so All right, what else? The neighbor naturally is being called. All right, there you go. Is that it, Amy? Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Police in Ottawa, Kansas kept getting a call of a woman walking on the side of the highway. So they respond and they pull up and they talk to the lady and her name is Christine Wheeler. And she's like, look, I'm just walking to my job. I walk six miles to the Love's truck stop, which is like a gas station. And then I get off work and I walk my six miles of home. So that's 12 miles each way. Didn't have a car. So the cops got together and they donated her a van. Wow. That's great. And I bet you the news ain't going to show that. But we will. <laughs> we love our police officers. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a sick eagle? What do you call a sick eagle? Illegal. <laughs> Illegal. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Let's go over and hear this voicemail. Here's a question. Morning, studio. Uh, I have a question. Uh, every day for the past week and a half, I've had a dream that my girlfriend has cheated on me. I was wondering your thoughts on it, and maybe I'm just overthinking things, or maybe uh, maybe she is. Maybe there's some sort of subconscious message that my mind's telling me. Tell me what you think. Thanks. Love the show. I would think that if you're worried about her cheating on you, that you might be cheating. Most of the time, people that don't trust are people that shouldn't be trusted oh. and that are people are like, I don't trust that you're you're being honest. They're probably the ones lying. So do you think he would call in and ask that if that was the case? It would be hiding in plain sight, wouldn't it? And that's a <laughs> twist. Yeah. Um, I would just think that she's probably way hotter than you and you shouldn't have her and you're worried. <laughs> trust me. Living in that space right now. <laughs> but I'm saying I know what it's like to go, you know what? She's probably a little too funny, too smart, and too pretty to be with me. 
So that's pr- it's probably some sort of insecurity, like serious talk. It's probably some sort of insecurity that you have that you'll have to work through, and you'll get there. Just hang in there. Yeah, go to therapy, dude. Yeah, it's not worth a little investigation. Yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. Of- yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a one-line movie quote. You just have to name the movie. These are all things that people just run around saying sometimes. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. For example, if I were to say, "I, I wish I knew how to quit you," broke uh, back broke mountain. Yeah, yeah. That would be from 2005, Brokeback Mountain. I wish I knew how to quit you. Okay, now, everybody's good on the game, right? Yes. Yep. On the phone right now is Colson in Idaho. Are you Idaho born and bred? Yeah, I was born in uh, Idaho Falls, Idaho, and then moved up here. Oh, man. Well, cool. I'm glad you're here. We're going to play a game. You can pick Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie, and if they win the game, you win the prize. Who would you like to pick? I got to go with Eddie on this <laughs> one. Yeah, that a boy. Right. That's a win this. Here we go. On hold is Colson in Idaho. We're trying to win him a $100 Walmart gift card. Everybody write your answer down. Who said? What movie? I Volunteer as Tribute. From 2012. I Volunteer as Tribute. Okay. Eddie? Yeah. Taken. Lunchbox? It's Hunger Games. Amy? Hunger Games. It is Hunger Games. I Volunteer! I Volunteer as Tribute. Colson, you're not looking good so far, bud. <laughs> Eddie. It's one, Colson. Hang tight. Here we go. Next right. up. You're going to eat your tots? And I'm not doing the full impression. I'm giving you part impression. You're going to eat your tots? From 2004. What movie is that? In. In for the win. In. Amy? Napoleon Dynamite. Lunchbox? Napoleon Dynamite. Eddie? Napoleon Dynamite. You're all good. Let's go. Are you going to eat your tots? No. (laughs) Can I have them? (laughs) What movie said, this is Sparta? From the year 2006. This is Sparta. Okay. Oh, gosh. Amy? Bring it on. <laughs> the cheerleading movie? Like, this we're the Sparta. <laughs> this is Sparta. <laughs> this is Sparta. Lunchbox? That's definitely Russell Crowe in The Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> Eddie? But I think that's the wrong year. I thought Gladiator. I'm going to go with 300. Well, Amy, you're wrong. Oh, dang it. Lunchbox, you are wrong. Oh. Eddie, you are right. Yeah! Back in the game. Yeah, it is 300. Cool, Woo! Back in the game. I don't even know what that is. I, I've never seen it. Four more to go. You're all tied at two. Oh. What movie had the phrase, you're my boy, Blue? Easy one-line movie quotes. Who had the one-line? What movie? You're my boy, Blue. What? Do y'all know that? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Amy, come on. It's like your favorite. No. Okay. Amy, what do you have? Then I'm going to say Hangover. Uh, it's not right, but you're in the right world. Dang it. Lunchbox? Old school. Eddie? That's old school, bro. Old school is correct. Yeah. 2003. Yeah. Blue, you boy! Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Before they said it's my favorite, which I knew it probably would be my favorite, I had Avatar, because aren't they blue? Yes. Yeah. Oh, very literal. <laughs> they are blue. We are Sparta. <laughs> we are blue. <laughs> okay. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. Yeah, I'm in. It's a guess, though. I'm in, I guess. Eddie? I went with The Notebook. Lunchbox? I put Zoolander. Amy? The Notebook. The answer is The Notebook. Yeah! Yeah! I'm in. Here we go. Eddie, four. (laughs) Amy and Lunchbox, three. With two to go. Colson feeling good again. Yeah, he's feeling good. Colson, you're back on top. Uh, How you feel? The stock market's taking an upturn. All right, he said, let's go. Let's go. I heard him. Okay, here we go. Two left. I just wanted to take another look at you. From 2018. I just wanted to take another look at you. 2018. I can try to do this impression, I think. Okay, try, because I don't. I I just wanted to take another look at you. Oh, From 2018? Good. Yeah. So that was recent. I just want to take another look at you. What movie was about a blind Is that close? <laughs> what movie is about a blind guy? I just wanted to take another look at you. Oh. If that made someone get it right. Everybody in? Yeah, I'm in. Mm. Amy? 
Sure. Sure is not right. <laughs> oh, I thought that you were asking if I was in. No, I said, oh. what's your answer? Like Batman 5 or something? Batman 5, no, Lunchbox. Joker. Incorrect, Eddie. Oh, I had the Joker. No, A Star is Born, here. Hey. What? I just want to take another look at you. I remember that. Never seen it. One I to did. go. Mm. If Eddie gets it, he wins, but if Come you two on. get it, you can tie I'm right a block. It. Here we go. Come on. The last one. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence from 2004. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox, need an answer. Yeah, I got it. What is it? Borat. Borat is not right. Amy. <laughs> Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum is not right. What? Ah. Eddie. So I can still get this wrong? Yeah, and you still win. And I still win? Yeah, what do you have? All right, Colson, we're good. We've got money, baby. I'm going with National Treasure. It's National Treasure. Yeah! There he is! Nicholas Cage. Yeah! Eddie wins. Yeah, Colson wins. America wins. Yeah. Colson, how do you feel, bud? I feel great. I had full faith in Eddie. Even when he missed Hunger Games, that was questionable, but he pulled through for me. I'm stoked. Colson, appreciate you listening in Boise. Congratulations on your win, and we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Thanks, Bobby. See ya. All right, there he is. So Lunchbox has labeled this drive through confusion. What did you do? I went to different drive throughs sort of like I went to McDonald's, but I ordered things from Burger Kings. Like I pulled into the wrong place, and I didn't realize it to see how they'd react. Okay, so the first clip, you're at McDonald's and you're ordering a bunch of Burger King. Correct. All right, here we go. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. What can I get for you? I need two Whoppers, a Junior Whopper, and one BK Broiler. <laughs> you do not talk. This is McDonald's. Thank you. Oh, uh, do you know where the nearest Burger King is? I don't know where one at. Can you look it up on your phone? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just no. All right, here is Lunchbox. He's going to Wendy's, but he lists off a bunch of items from Sonic. There you go. You can go ahead with your order. Two cherry limeade slushes, one chili, oh. one chili cheese coney dog. You said what now? Two cherry limeade slushes. Ah, uh, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. This ain't Sonic, my boy. No, <laughs> no, nah, we don't got none of that. Oh, can you give me directions to the nearest Sonic? You go out at the stop sign. You can make a left, and it will be on your right-hand side. <laughs> a mile and a half up the street, you will see. Okay. Man, right, come on. How awesome is that? <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. The bosses don't like that. <laughs> okay, so then Lunchbox goes to Sonic <laughs> and orders Wendy's. Here you go. Can I get uh, two medium chocolate Frosties, please? Frosty? Yeah. We don't have Frosties. We got, like, shakes, blasts, and slushies. No, no, Sonic has blasts. I need Frosties. I, you know, I'm. that's what I'm saying. Well, you are at Sonic. Oh, I'm at Sonic. Oh, where is Wendy's? I can't help you with the direction, sir. Oh, so you're, I'm just going to get lost? Probably, most likely. I can't help you. I'm not Wendy. You got to move up so I can take the next customer's order. Thanks for nothing. You're welcome. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> boo. Okay, finally, Lunchbox goes back to McDonald's. Oh. And order Sonic. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to McDonald's. What can I get for you? Uh, yeah, can I get one cherry limeade slush? And... This, we don't have any of that. That's Sonic. Oh, this isn't Sonic? No. <laughs> oh, where's Sonic? I don't know where the nearest Sonic is. How am I supposed to get my cherry limeade slush if you don't tell me where it is? You gotta Google it. Well, don't you have a phone? Don't you have a phone? No. <laughs> I can't help you. All right. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> You're welcome. They don't know what to do. And you know, <laughs> they're just working, right? And they have to go home and be like, you'll never guess. This idiot came today and tried to order a lemon berry slush. <laughs> That's funny. There you go. Nice job, Lunch Watch. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Man, this couple in Texas decided to take a haul of stuff to Goodwill and donate it. Then the husband realized, whoa, 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 to the wife, you dropped off that jacket? It had $5,000 cash inside. Wait, what? what? <laughs> I and would so, be watching that jacket every second if there were $5,000 cash yeah, in it. it was a stack of cash in the pocket, he Man. said. So they called Goodwill and they were like, well... It takes us a while to sort. We get hundreds of donations a day, but we'll keep an eye out for it and go through bag by bag and see what we can find. Well, shout out 
Michaela de la Pena because she found the $5,000 in the jacket at Goodwill. She works at Goodwill and she's been recognized with the Goodwill Medal of Integrity and she got a bonus in her check because she turned in the cash to get returned to the family. I think if I were them calling, I would go, hey, there's like a, my uncle's war medal in there because I wouldn't have said 5000 mm. cash because <laughs> somebody could have easily taken that cash. And they would have looked for it with the same... Yeah, know. but then you don't get the Medal of Integrity and the bonus in your check. No. Well, no, she's yeah, still... Ma- but I'm not... I don't know if that's going to happen. If I lose the jacket, I'm going, hey, my great-grandfather's war medal's in there. Can you find that jacket? But mm. like the husband, though, would you stop at just calling them and saying, hey, look out for this jacket? Or no, would I you would, just go to the store and look there, through all the jackets? Sort of. It's like the time I lost my retainer and it was in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> it was so expensive. My grandma got in there and sorted through the trash bags herself till we found the retainer. Yeah, I'd belly flop into the jacket <laughs> <Yeah>. section. <laughs> For sure. I, I mean, straight Kool-Aid man into that place. <laughs> <laughs> ah, boom. All right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Eddie sent me a text last night. He said, hey, if you need anyone's life saved on the show, I got you. Apparently he had to get tested in what? CPR and first aid. So now you're certified, certified? my friend. Yes, not tested. And well, how, how did you, why and how? So ever since we got the foster kids, we've had to be certified for CPR and first aid. Guys, I've been doing this pretty much my whole life. I was a lifeguard for many years. So when the foster thing came up, I was like, I got this. No problem. I've taken two classes, been certified the last two years. So have no fear. Anything happens in this studio, I got y'all. Okay, we pulled some questions. Here's a CPR oh, test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is not good. Ah, chest. So, well done. Well done. I'm not good with the numbers, like like uh, exactly how many compressions and stuff like that. I know how to compress, but chest compressions Here we go. should be started within blank of recognition of cardiac arrest. How many how many <laughs> seconds? If, what do you, what do you if, mean? If someone has he cardiac if somebody like has that. cardiac arrest, goes into cardiac arrest, mm. chest compression should be started within how many seconds? Sixty. Ten. <laughs> well, there's one. Dead buddy, it's not good. I thought it was a minute <laughs> because they always say, like, "Call nine one one." Hey guys, get help! And then you start compression. Eddie, you find an adult who's unresponsive and not breathing. Yes. The scene is safe. What's your next step? Call. Is it? Is it a check for pulse? <laughs> B, activate the emergency response system, or C, start CPR. Okay, my first guess was call nine one one. That's not one of them. Uh, you find an adult who's unresponsive and not breathing. You can check for the pulse, activate the emergency response system, or start CPR. Let's go with A. Let's go with A because we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Check the pulse. Check the pulse. That would be incorrect. Oh, my God. We got two friends dead now. <laughs> this is not good. It's activate the emergency just response system. It's, yeah, get a call. Activate however you do it. That's when you go, guys, get help. How you did on the first question? Got it. Got it. I'll remember that. Let's see. In order to assess for a pulse in a victim who's an adult, you would assess the blank. The card, carotid pulse. <laughs> you get the. <laughs> I mean, you can't read it. I probably, I'm probably not going to get this. Carotid pulse. Do you know what that is? No. Okay. Well, tell, that one's dead too. Tell me what it is. <laughs> anyway, you suck at this. Dang, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wait, what would happen what? right now if I passed out? What uh-huh. would you do? Uh, well, first I would assess the the scene, you know, <laughs> make sure that everything's clear. And, and then I would, um, in less than a, than 10 seconds, I got to start compressing. Yeah, did you activate the emergency system, though, sure, by call, calling 911? I would have Lunchbox do that. Okay, all right. Oh, hey, by man. the way, speaking of Lunchbox, earlier we... We had, uh, by the way, I think it's great you're certified, Eddie. Thank you. Yeah, sounds like a real legit class. <laughs> it sounds like when you get a pet that's a therapy dog when you're just are tr- trying to trick people to get on the airplane. That's why that feels like this is for Eddie. I wasn't expecting the test, man. Yeah, but that's what happens in life. But okay. you just got certified, right? Yes, last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. Uh, earlier in the show, Eddie told, told us that Lunchbox still hasn't paid this listener who called and said, hey, I'm running this race for charity. We we're like, we'd love to help. We all volunteered to give money. We paid except for him. And the Lunchbox starts claiming he didn't remember and that maybe it wasn't real. We have found the tape. Oh, yes. Here it is. Lunchbox? Good grief. You guys put a lot of pressure on people. Let me see here. Let me pull out the wallet here. Well, you don't give her the cash in your wallet. You'll have to, like, click a link. <laughs> Look at that. I got $30, $42 in my wallet. I figure I can scrounge up eight more dollars somewhere. Eddie Lombardi, eight bucks. I, I, so I guess oh I'm in for 50. Okay. Where's lunch?
Okay, so that's it. it. Do you remember that now? That's yeah, it. Now that I hear it, I'm like, I do remember saying that. And I do remember looking at my wallet and having $32 or something like $42. So I'll get on that. I'm, I apologize to Mandy and Buffalo or whatever your name is. I apologize. That's... Why are you talking like that? Just talk. <laughs> man, I just feel, I feel bad. I, I thought you guys were tricking me, but man, that's a bad look on me, isn't it? It is. Uh, find him the link so we can pay that today. Okay, I'll get All it right. to him. Don't worry about it. Today we'll be drafting the most annoying celebrities. Oh, boy. Eddie, you finished last yeah, last yeah, yeah. time, so you're out. Thank you. But we're going to draft <laughs> most annoying celebrities. We'll make a team with our draft picks. Vote on the team that you think wins. Amy, you have the first pick. Who okay. is the most annoying celebrity in your mind? I mean, I don't know so much that they're very annoying anymore, but at the time they were, and I feel like a lot of people might agree, Paris Hilton. All right, Lunchbox, your first pick, <laughs> most annoying celebrities. Oh, it's easy. Kim Kardashian. Oh, man, what she do to you? She is annoying. Everything she does is annoying. No. Do you like Kim Kardashian? I don't not like her. Aren't you annoyed by her, though? No. You should I, be. No, I think I used to be, but then now, I mean, I'm over that, and she doesn't bother me at all. Morgan, number two, most annoying celebrity. I'm kind of like Amy. I guess I'm not ever annoyed, but I would say she's she's just kind of off the rails sometimes, and it's Lindsay Lohan. May I had her on my oh, sheet. Oh, man. All right. Poor girl. Raymundo, who do you draft as your most annoying celebrity? Got to go with Kim K's husband. Dang it, that's my pick. Uh. Kanye. <laughs> yeah! oh, that's a good one. That's he's, a great pick. He stole him right in front of you. I was sitting here going, nobody's going to pick Kanye. I'm going to get him. That's the draft, man. Uh, and I have to go last, so I don't really have anybody. It's up to me. You got doubles here? Two picks? Yeah, and I'm just trying to get one right now. I mean... Hmm. I'm going to go Tom Cruise. Yep. Oh. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Amy, Paris Hilton, Lunchbox, Kim Kardashian, Morgan, number two, Lindsay Lohan, Raimundo, Kanye, and me, Tom Cruise. Now we go backward this way. Ugh. Who is annoying? I've just got to pick who's going to annoy me. Mm. I'm going Amy Schumer. Good. Oh, she oh. just annoys me. I don't know that anyone will agree with me, but she's annoying to me. Raymundo. Very funny. I'm going to go with Rosie O'Donnell. Just too opinionated for me. Interesting. She can be annoying. Forgot about her. Morgan, number two. I actually really like her, but her voice is pretty annoying. It's Cardi B. Mm. Or the nanny. Both could have been options. <laughs> Fran, yeah. whatever. Or. Um, Lunchbox? Ah, man. I'm going to go with someone that can be funny, but she can be very overwhelming and annoying when she gets on her soapbox. I'm going to go Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yeah. She annoys me sometimes. That's an interesting pick. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, Amy? Snooky. Oh, don't know. She's not annoying. She's awesome. Take that back about Snooky. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) We're drafting annoying celebrities. We have one round to go. We'll go back the way we started. Amy, you're up. Gosh, this is so hard. I don't want to be rude to people. You're not hurting their feelings. I know. She's probably not <laughs> listening right now, but sometimes she's just annoying and it's Lady Gaga. Oh. Amy, I like that. Yeah, good, because she'd be listening later today. <laughs> not right now. She listens in the podcast, I think. Yeah, she listens back on. <laughs> Lunchbox? Oh, man, I got Kim K, Chrissy Teigen, and I'm going to have to. Man, this last pick is going to make some people mad, but it's producer Eddie. <laughs> Absolutely annoying. That's so funny. annoying. Thanks for calling me celebrity, dude. Hmm. That's a good pick. <laughs> hey, you're like, I can't hate that one. I thought he was going to say it last round, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> when he started going, well, they're funny sometimes. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Morgan, number two. Nice. I'm going to go with um, another part of the Kardashian-Jenner family. I'm going to go with Khloe Kardashian. Raymundo? A little outside of the box for you guys, but I see the commercials all the time, and now she's starting to pop up in social media. It's Flo from Progressive. Ooh, Dro- oh. 
Hello? That's actually funny, right? I like her. I'm absolutely done with her. <laughs> I like Flo. I do Flo's too, cool. Yeah. I do like Flo. She makes fun fun commercials. <laughs> Flo's just living her life and Ray's hating on her. <laughs> She's playing a character, too. You have no idea who she is. Hmm. Making a lot of money. So I'm last, huh? Okay, I'm going to just talk out loud then. I have Gwyneth Paltrow because she can get a little hoity-toity for, for folks. Hot though. Madonna. Damn, and I eliminate her. Ellen is possible. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Kristen Stewart, Martin Zuckerberg. Take them out. Justin Bieber. But I feel like he's Isn't been pretty good annoying? lately. I know. Yeah. I like. I just haven't he's been found. good lately. <laughs> <laughs> he has been good lately. He has. I know. <laughs> he's been behaving. Lena Dunham is annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like people know her enough though. Team girls. Is that what that was? Yeah. Farrah Abraham. Oh, don't. Mess with those team moms. Kathy Griffin. Oh, oh, wow, Bones. That's a good one. Yeah. But not your pick? It's either going to be Ellen or Kathy Griffin. Mm, good ones. I think I'm going to just go with Ellen because she's in the news. Really? Yeah. I would find Kathy Griffin. Amy has Paris Hilton, Snooki, and Lady Gaga. Lunchbox has Kim Kardashian, Chrissy Teigen, and Eddie. Uh, <laughs> Morgan has Lindsay Lohan, Cardi B, and Khloe Kardashian. Raymundo has Kanye, Rosie, and Flo from Progressive, and I have Tom Cruise, Amy Schumer, and Ellen. Go to bobbybones.com and vote on the team that you draft as the most annoying celebrity team winner of the day. There you go. Bobby Bones Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Richland, South Carolina. A woman a few years ago started selling purses and wallets on Facebook, and she had a good business going, making a lot of money. She's like, you know what? I should open a store. So she opened a nice brick-and-mortar storefront, and she was selling all fake Louis Vuittons, (laughs) Cartier, (laughs) Nike, NFL logo items, $300,000 worth of... Uh, merchandise was seized. That's funny. <laughs> she opened a store. Like, she no was, one she's like, I'm so successful. I gotta expand <laughs> this business. Wow. That's funny, man. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. People are peak miserable at the age of... Amy, go ahead. At the age of... 40? Oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're walking right up to that. Uh, I know the minute I said it, I was like, oh, I'm not miserable, but I don't know. Some people might. I'm not miserable. Are you not? No. You may well, be the happiest I've ever seen you, correct. as a matter of fact. You had two extra kids. Yeah. Yeah, four kids, and you would think it'd be the opposite, but I would have guessed forty, you know, yeah. earlier in my life, but no. Uh, so now, now I guess ninety-five. No, stop it! You've already said your piece. Um, a study that compared the relationship between well-being and age said that the typical individual reaches its minimum point in midlife around the age of forty-seven. Oh, oh okay, not too far off. Uh, men, because they had to do a, a average, men reach it in their fifties, and women experience it in their thirties. So they, they found that spot at 47, but men a little older, cause, and then women a little younger. So, Amy, you should have already hit yours. Hmm. Maybe you're in it now. You don't even know. Yeah, it. I don't know. Nothing but blue sky ahead. Um, all right. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Oh, yeah. Bobby Bones Show.